Newsday presents the Island Ice Podcast with Andrew Gross. And welcome to Island Ice, Newsday's New York Islanders podcast. I am your host, Andrew Gross. You can find me on Twitter at agrossnewsday. This is episode 16, and this is kind of a uh, a special one that uh, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, sort of not our usual format. This is basically going to be a one-shot deal. We we have Mike Bossy for you. We're going to chat with Mike Bossy, the Islanders Hall of Famer, and uh, and then we'll be back with our normally scheduled, usual kind of. Uh, Island Ice a podcast later in the week, but for now, uh, I, I got a chance to sit down with Mike Bossy on Monday before the Islanders face the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Mike uh, sort of doing a little bit of a media tour through New York, meeting up with some of uh, the team's uh, you know sponsors and season ticket holders, stuff like that. But he was uh, he was kind enough to sit down with me, and we chatted about a whole host of items. Uh, you know, going from the team. And where it is now, into the new building out in Belmont, and Butch Goring and John Tinelli's uh, jerseys going to the rafters, uh, and maybe who else should be retired from uh, my, amongst Mike Bossy's teammates. Um, but anyway, like I said, this is just the Mike Bossy episode, and here is my interview with Mike Bossy. We're sitting here with uh, Islanders Hall of Famer Mike Bossy, and Mike, this is an incredible pleasure for me. I, I really appreciate you taking some time. And uh, what brings you to New York, and what are your thoughts on what you're seeing out of your former team? You know, pretty much since Lou and uh, Barry Trotz took over. Yeah, well, since uh, since new new ownership has been in place, I come down once in a while and do a little PR tour with uh, with the team and meet some sponsors and and uh, super season ticket holders and 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 the likes. So um, it's a lot of fun to 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 do that. Um, the team has been performing exceptionally well uh, under um, Lou and 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 Barry and. Uh, glad to see that uh, you know the the I think you know the new ownership put someone uh, in place who who had a lot of experience. Uh, he brought on a coach that had a lot of success in a Stanley Cup with uh, with the Capitals, and um, you know the success that he had with the Capitals uh, is is showing up with the Islanders. I mean they 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 buy into his system. Uh, he has a great team structure and. Um, you know, maybe could score a couple more goals, yeah. but uh, you know, uh, they're they're doing they're doing very well. Is that sometimes frustrating for you when you watch the game and you see that that is maybe one component that they do need? Is it frustrating? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I watched I watched Barry um, with Washington, and and uh, you know, he had a lot of goal scorers on yeah. on on that team, but but. They weren't able to get over the hump and and play enough defense to and didn't get good enough goaltending to to you know to get right to the to the to the end and you know he, I I think he finally convinced everybody that that's the only way that the that that you're going to win a Stanley Cup and you know everything came together uh, when they beat um, when they beat Vegas and um, I'm sure that. You know, there must be times that he might be frustrated behind the bench. You know, saying, "Holy cow!" You know, we can get a goal or two. I know that my, I know that my system is 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 good. Uh, so, um, 
it's it's not the easiest thing in the world to score, to score no, goals, no. you know. So uh, let's let's hope that uh, you know let's hope that they pull something off in the next month. What and I've talked to a lot of your former teammates about this. What similarities do you maybe see between the way Al ran a team, ran a bench, and what you've seen out of the way Barry has sold his system and gotten the guys to buy in? I, th- I think it's the results. Yeah. Uh, you know, the results are, are are similar in in the sense that you know you can tell the guys um, are well drilled. You could tell that uh, they understand what he's trying to accomplish uh, as a coach and and it's, it's for the most part and most of the time it's well executed uh you know sometimes uh, sometimes you get tired physically you get tired mentally and and the execution uh isn't there but on the, for the most part just looking at the standings from last year and this year uh you know he's done an extremely good job what in general your overall thoughts what what do you like or dislike about the evolution of the NHL and where the game has come since you 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 played. You know there isn't there isn't much that I dislike except for the um, sometimes the speed of the game is very good. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's bad for the game in the sense that you have no red line. Uh, you have guys. Uh, skating at, at full throttle, uh, you know, throughout the game, and it takes a lot of the creativity. Uh, you know, if you have a team that's executing well uh, and playing a good team system, you can still bottle up a team, and the Islanders have proved that you can still bottle up a team as much as they did back when Jersey was winning cups and, and, and the trap. So, you know, coaches are good. Mm-hmm. And and they will devise systems to uh, to to bottle up teams and and so that th- that's the thing with the speed sometimes I just think it takes, I mean there are some unbelievable plays out there and some unbelievable players I mean the goal that McDavid scored against against uh, Colorado last week uh, I mean against Toronto right. was something I've never seen a player do that. Granted, when I played, if I would have made a move like that, we would have broke our ankles because the skates just wouldn't have supported something that he did. But uh, it was nice to watch. There are some highlight reel goals out there that are that are so much fun to, to watch. So there's a lot of individual talent, no doubt about that. Uh, you know, watching a guy's stick handle and, and skate at full speed is is uh, is is beautiful to watch. We we were in Washington. Uh, I guess it was right on New Year's Eve, actually. And, and Barry, who obviously coached the Capitals, was being asked about his former player uh, Alex Ovechkin. Wow. And he, you know, Barry basically said, you know, this this could be the the greatest goal scorer of all mm-hmm. time. And as soon as you know that quote gets tweeted out, uh, you know. All the Islander fans said, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> and there was a, a a pretty good social media debate over, you know, Bossy uh-huh. versus Ovechkin. And I know different games, but you know, they they are different games, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, a- absolutely. And you know, I a- as I get older, I get a little little tired of of comparisons mm-hmm. because you can't. You can't right. compare. You can't. You know, it's you can't compare Morris Ouchard and 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 Mike Bossy and, mm-hmm. and uh, Alex Ovechkin and and 
Connor McDavid. You just you just can't compare those guys. You know, why don't why don't we why don't we say that we'll put uh, players in their own categories and as being the best that that they are at, at what they do? I mean, no one no one plays like Ovi. Right. No one hits like Ovi and scores goals like Ovi. Mm-hmm. No one no one does that. So yeah. let's let's say that Ovi's the best pure goal scorer in the category of game that he plays. Right. Okay? Let's put me in the best that I was. Let's put Wayne Gretzky in, in the best in the right. category that he plays and Mario Lemieux yeah. in, in his. Um, you know, they're... I know that people like to sure. s- say yeah. there was the best, mm-hmm. you know, but holy cow. <laughs> it, it, there are so many categories yeah. of things in yeah. sports that you know sometimes i don't know if you can say the best there may have been two or three or four the best so i know in your era the rules were a little different and you you were getting hit you know if you tried to take a one-timer you were getting cross-checked you were being slashed you you know there was a lot of hitting chico rush was telling me a story the other day that sometimes you and and you would you know, trying to avoid contact sometimes, you would deliberately go down to the ice and let the checkers go somewhere else and then come back into the play? Well, <laughs> you know, sometimes it was just about survival. Uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to stay in one piece throughout the game. But, yeah, the game, is, the game has changed. Yeah. You know, just like basketball has changed and football has changed and baseball, every sport, every major sport yeah. has changed in its own way. Uh, over the over the years and and uh, it's 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 different you know yeah. you have to be an unbelievable skater to play in the game today and sure. to have any success which yeah. is completely different than when yeah. I than, than when I played so yeah. you know I I, tr- I I broadcast games now and and I've learned honestly to accept the the, the change of the game and to accept uh, the the greatness of of the game of today mm-hmm. because it's it's a great game. Oh, it's a it's a beautiful game. Yes, I mean, you absolutely. can you know no matter what era you can. I mean, the way the game is set up, it's a beautiful absolutely. game. Absolutely. Um, with the Islanders, and you know, I heard you mention this. They're getting a new arena uh-huh. finally, and just for the alumni, what does that mean to for the, you know Nassau Coliseum was such an iconic home for this franchise, but it's kind of the. The day and age is kind of past Nassau Coliseum back. What's it going to mean for this franchise to to have a home like that and to be able to attract free agents and you know yeah. really compete financially with with everyone else? I I think it means a little something different for yeah. for everybody. Uh, you know, for the fans first off, it means that oh, holy cow, we finally have a have a home that we yeah. can go to and. and mm-hmm. We know that on Tuesday nights or Thursdays or Saturdays that we play yeah. at, at our rink, and that's where we can go for, yeah. for forty-one games during the year. That's 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 a that's a key to to, yeah. to this story. You know, to ownership, yes, it it means that they can start attracting players that that don't want to play in two different rinks. Yeah. As a, as a, as a, you know, you're playing enough rinks when you're on the road, let yeah. alone having to play in two different ones when you're when you're uh, when you're at home. So that's that's a that's a big thing. Um, 
And again, I think uh, you know, for the players that are that are here already, it it makes it an interesting place to stay. When when the Islanders do move in there, uh, number twenty seven for John Tonelli, number ninety one for uh -huh. Butch Goring are going to join the rest of you up in the rafters. What, what was your reaction when you when you heard the announcement? I was happy for them. Yeah. Uh, listen, they were a huge part of our success, uh, winning the four Stanley Cups. Uh, and in each of their own way, they were essential, and, and in each of their own way, they were great players. Um, you know, I was talking about power forwards, J JT was a great power forward, and, you know, there's no one better than him kicking and clawing and scratching and to get to get a puck out of the corner he was he was fantastic and and uh you know he scored a lot of big goals for us too and and butchie was butchie was the, the the last piece to the puzzle and and he came in and provided a lot of uh, a lot of um, good second line work uh, good power play work he was great on the penalty kill there's a little buzzsaw out there, and you know he enjoyed he enjoyed playing the game, worked extremely hard, and I think I think you know a motivating factor for him also was you know hey he went from L.A. to come to the New York Islanders that had Dennis Podvay, Mike Bossy, Brian Trottier, you know, and and everyone else that contributed to us winning. So must have been motivating for him, and and uh, and and he proved to be a big part of our success. Anyone else from from the group that you think? Oh, that's a tough. That's, yeah, no, I know a, it's that's tough. That's a tough question to <laughs> I mean, ask me. The, the, the one I had was maybe Bobby Bourne. Might maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as the 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 more you retire, yeah, the more you have to retire, <laughs> uh, because then you start going down the list and you say, well, Bob Bourne, love Bob Bourne, yeah. to, to to have his jersey retired, right. but then why, why doesn't Stefan Person or, or Kenny Morrow or, or Kenny Morrow, yeah, Morrow, right, right, uh, have their their jersey retired? So it's oh boy, <laughs> I'm the wrong guy to ask. Not nice of you to ask. I am sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, let me ask. They, the, you know what? There was. Yeah. 16 players yeah. who, who won four Stanley Cups. I know. There, there should be a banner with just all 16 up there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll talk about this. huge jersey <laughs> with all 16 players on it. What was it like to play in front of Billy Smith? It was it was comforting yeah. to know that you had Billy behind you. Yeah. Uh, there were times it was it was scary because well, there you know, was some he'd, chaos, he'd, right? He'd start the trouble, and then you'd have to end up paying for it. Uh, but uh, Billy was—I uh, hated practicing with Billy, but I, because he hated practice. Uh, you know, there were times he'd stand on one side of the net, and he'd, he'd want you to shoot it into his glove, and. Uh, I'd do just the opposite and, and rifle it over his shoulder. Then he'd get mad at me, and we'd get into arguments. And uh, but uh, Billy was great. Love Billy. It's Ranger Islander week. Do uh -huh. you 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 guys you played them every year as you were going on to the Stanley Cup? And I know you know '79. Yeah. They prevented you from getting yeah. to that first Cup final. What what do you remember? from just how heated that rivalry was for the, for that period of time. 
Well, you know, when I when I got to the Islanders in '77, it had already began because mm-hmm. the Islanders had beat the Rangers in a in a playoff series before that. So, um, it was already building at that point, and I I think it it reached uh, crescendo in in '79 when they uh, when they beat us. And God, did we play bad in that series? And I played bad. I had a horrible playoff series. Um, you know, we made up for it after, but I, I, you know, and in 84, when we, when we beat them, uh, in the playoffs after they'd taken a lead, I mean, that was satisfying because, you know, you, you never know what kind of funk you're going to go back into after, after losing like that. But it was always special yeah. coming into the garden. God, the fans in the garden were, were obnoxious at times. <laughs> I mean, the things that they yelled out during warmups and, when the crowd would be quiet, I mean, couldn't even repeat them to my mom when I went home. But uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. The people, the people in the building had fun, and it was the same when when we went in into our building. I'm sure people were obnoxious in our building towards uh, towards uh, Ranger players. So it was tit for that, tit for tat, and and it was uh, uh, it was pretty exciting. It was a lot of fun. I just wanted to go back to the the '79 series. I know when the the Oilers finally beat you in '84. Mm-hmm. A lot of what the players said was they really learned from how yeah. hard you worked in '83. Just seeing how beat up you were at the end of the season. Yeah. And and every team needs to learn how to win. Did did that '79 yeah. series maybe was it necessary? Do you think? Well, sometimes it is necessary yeah. to lose before before you win, and uh, you know, I I just don't think we were mature enough mm-hmm. to, to, to win at that uh, at that at that point. Um, we were still, you know, missing a piece or two on on the team, uh, and I just think that our uh, you know we were still lacking a little a little experience in in playing every type of game mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know we came through the following year when when uh, when we played a whole bunch of different kinds of teams and were able to to beat them and then that sent us on to our success but uh, yes there's not very many teams that that go out and win before mm-hmm. losing yeah. and uh, so, you know losing sometimes is, uh, is a necessary evil Mike, listen, uh, I, I really appreciate all your time. and It's a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. And, and hopefully, uh, and I'm sure I'll see you back for uh, both JT and uh, Butchie in February. I hope so. <laughs> and I cannot begin to kind of express my uh, appreciation uh, uh, to Mike for sitting down and doing that. It's just, you know, journalists are objective, but you watch these guys when you're a kid, and, you know, Mike's not that much older than me, but, you know, he was in the league young, and, you know, you watch these guys as kids, and then to be able to catch up with them and get to meet them as people is just one of the real honors and privileges that I do get with the, in my career. And, uh, you know, fascinating stuff from Mike, right? Uh, you know, I'm sorry I put him on the spot uh, as to which other teammates, and I, I sort of realized immediately that, uh, you know, maybe it was an unfair question because, you know, he doesn't want to tick any of his ex-teammates off. But, um, you know, I, I love that idea that he has. And, and the Islanders did have a night where they honored the, uh, the core 16, if you will. Uh, but I think that's a fantastic idea to have a, a banner 
at the Coliseum, at Barclays, at Belmont, uh, just honoring the 16 players who were able to play on all four Stanley Cups because that's one of the most amazing achievements and and certainly one that can never be duplicated now. I mean, to be honest, in a salary cap world, one, I don't expect a team to ever win four Stanley Cups in a row again, but two, in a salary cap world, there's not a chance that you'd be able to keep the same 16 players together like that. Um, and, you know, that, that's one of the uh, benefits the Islanders, the, that group had playing in the, uh, in the 80s. But uh, again, uh, my thanks to Mike Bossy for, for taking the time. I, I hope you enjoyed that. And like I said, we'll be back uh, later on this week with more of a uh, Rangers Islanders theme podcast. But uh, I am your host, Andrew Gross. You can find me on Twitter at agrossnewsday. I tend to tweet out links to all the stuff I do. And uh, that would be it for episode 16 of Island Ice. We'll be back. And until then, happy hockey, everybody.